remember, I know you're, you're probably going, wow, what a weirdo. People talk about you too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I've discovered. Isn't that the truth? Amen. Come on. Let's go to the Word this morning. A new series today. Different. Different way of looking at something that I've looked at for years. Now, if you've been with me a while, you might say, oh, I think he's, I ain't changed a whole lot. But hopefully I'm getting better at this subject. Amen. So let's talk about that. That's a pile of rocks. Is that a pile of rocks? Boy, how'd you like that laying on top of you? Boy, it's hard to get through that. It's hard to get through all that to where I need to go in life when we put all this crap in the way. But can you imagine all that on top of you? On top of you. Not only can you can't get around it, you can't get out from under it. And the church, we're the called out assembly. We're the body of Christ. We shouldn't be putting that in front of people. And better yet, we shouldn't be piling that on top of them, on top of them, on top of them. See, I'm a Christian. This way you do it. This way you do it. Say, we're the church. You're suffocating me. That's what the world says. Why would I sign up for that? It's crazy. That's just the world, man. That's where I'm from. Okay? Huh. We could put, you could move her right out of the way and just put church. Church rules. Wow. Thank you, Roger, for a great image. See, I have no idea what he's going to come up with. We meet, we talk, then it goes to his mind. Boy, you got it, don't you, Roger? Yeah, you did. You got it. Let me ask you something, Rod. You ever felt that? Did it cause you problems? Your dad preached it. Didn't work out too good, did it, buddy? No. Roger's got quite a testimony. Painful. But on the other side of that pain is victory. Yeah, man, praise the Lord right there. On the other side of that pain is some victory. Good stuff, buddy. Well, like I said, a new series. Let's look at it, buddy. You're helping me right there. And uh, there it is. Look at him. Wow. Wow. Look at that. She can't, she, can't, she can't see her way around that. And look at that. Somebody looked like they come alongside of her. Maybe we can get around this sucker. Maybe we get through it, get over it somehow. We've got we to make it somehow. The title of the new series is called Come Along or Pile On. You might say, where did you come up with that? Well, you know that's me. Nobody would write such a thing on a screen. Come Along or Pile On. Interesting. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. A series on the Holy Spirit. But don't think it's just, we're going to learn about the Holy Spirit. No, we're going to learn about how He is in us and helping us and how we are supposed to be used by Him to help other people. Amen? So are we going to let Him come along and help us or are we going to do it our way and find out that we're a wreck and we're making a mess of it and we're going to pile on all this mess and then wonder why. I don't know why they didn't receive me. That's because you, you, you're weighing them down. They can't breathe, man. But here's what Jesus said. Now, this is before he went to the cross. He told his disciples often. They just, they were like us. 
And that's the other thing I want to say right quick. Jesus picked disciples. He could have picked the he could have picked the religious leaders. He could have picked the most educated. He didn't, and he didn't do it on purpose. He didn't do it on purpose. He picked people like us. Say that with me. He picked people like and he chose people like that to reach other people like them. Okay? And that's huge. That is huge. And so we need help. We need help, guys. And he's here to help us. And he would tell them, guys, I'm not going to be around forever. Okay? No. He told them, we're going to go to Jerusalem. I'm going to be crucified. I'm going to be spit on. I'm going to be betrayed. He told them before it ever happened multiple times in the Scriptures. This is one of them where he says, I'm going away. Let's read it and see what he told them. I'm going to pray the Father, and He's going to give you another comforter. Why? Because I'm not going to be here with you. And this comforter is going to abide with you forever. Even, say it with me, the Spirit of truth, whom the world can't receive because it sees Him not, neither does it know Him, but you know Him. Because He is me and I am Him. And you know me, you'll know Him. And He dwells with you, just like I've been doing. And He's going to be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I'm not doing that. I didn't call you, bring you this far, to leave you. It's not happening. Boy, all of us would do well to remember that. I will come to you yet a little while. Not long, not long from now, of course. We saw it happen, didn't we? And the world sees me no more. But you see me because I live. And you're going to live also. A lot of truth. No wonder they didn't get it. Can you imagine him talking like this to you before something happened? What? What? That was crazy. And that day you shall know that I am in my Father. And you're in me, and I in you. He that has my commandments and keeps them, he it is that loves me. He that loves me shall be loved of my Father. You just remember what I've said. Listen to me. Follow me. And you'll see. That's what he's telling them. And I'm going to love him and I'm going to manifest myself to Him. Talk about the Holy Spirit today. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. I'm right here, guys. I'm right here. See, me. Jesus talking to them. Before the cross, before the resurrection. But the Comforter, say it with me, which is the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit, He shall teach you all things, but very important, and bring all things to your remembrance. Say this part with me. Whatsoever I have said unto you. The church is full of people today that say the Holy Spirit told me this. That Bible verse doesn't teach that. That you can just say whatever you think. Ah, Holy Spirit told me. Holy Spirit's main purpose is to teach us what He said. But we try to have the Holy Spirit in our life and we don't know God's Word. So we make up garbage. And I hear it all the time. You might say, Clark, how do you know this? Because I've studied God's Word. 
Don't know it perfect, but I know enough to pick out garbage when I hear it. Y'all hear me or not? They'll lose you. He came here to help us remember what He has said and what truth is. Whatsoever I've said unto you. Incredible verse, say it out loud, please. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Come on. Not as the world gives, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Now, we're just getting started today. You might say, where are you going with this series? Well, jump on board and you'll see. It's going to be good. I'm enjoying it already. Do you remember last message? I don't know if you do or not. I'm going back and forth. This was before he ever went to the cross. Is that correct? Then, of course, the Last Supper, the Garden, the Crucifixion, the Resurrection, His appearance to His who? His disciples, many others as well. Now, remember last week? They were, str- they were struggling. They were fear, and Jesus stepped into their fear, into that room, their room. He walked right into their room, remember? And what did He say? He said this. Say it with me. It sounds like the verse He gave way back before. Say it with me. Then said Jesus unto them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father has sent me. Even so, send I you. What did we learn from that last week? Now these are my feelings, my strong feelings on this verse. What is it? I'm not angry with you. Doesn't that sound like the Lord, yes or no? Is He for us or against us? You think when we sin and we do wrong, all of a sudden He becomes our number one enemy? No. He's our number one friend. We don't do that to people. Generally, we don't do that to people we love. When somebody that that we love hurts us or they do hurtful things to themselves, we don't go, I'm done with you, you're terrible. We normally don't do that, do we? Well, we're not better than God then. Okay? So often when somebody screwed up their life, we don't, we're not, we, it might disappoint us, but we try to, we want to try to help them not be that way. Yes or no? So that's how he feels. I'm not angry with you. Peace to me, his love to, to his disciples when they had walked away from him. I think he was saying, I love you guys. I love you guys. I didn't make a mistake when I picked you. I love you. I love you. Number, th- four, number three, peace. I'm right here with you. I'm right here with you. I'm right here with you. You can make it. Get your chin up. I'm right here with you. That's what this means to me. And the last one was this one. Say that one with me. I what? I still believe in you. So we learned that last week. We learned that last week. And that's something I've pounded here over, over, over years. But. And then so he said that to them. And I'm going back and forth, but we're getting somewhere. And this was his resurrected body. Now he's with them. And second time he... You know, first time they met him, get with Thomas, and multiple times actually. And when he had said this, say it with me. He what? He must have been pretty close to him, right? And he said unto them, say it with me, receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Ghost. Amen. So, with that being said, I wanted you to see before he said this would happen before he ever went to the cross, then we see 
at the cross and we see the resurrection. We see him in that room with him and he says, receive the Holy Ghost. And I'm not going to take a lot of time. I might over this series. We'll see. But he told the guys to stay where? Go where and stay there? To where? Jerusalem. And you're going to receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you'll be witnesses unto me. Did he say that? Acts 1.8? And did that happen? That did happen. So the point is this. He said, I am not, I'm leaving for sure. Yeah, that's going to happen. But I'm not going to leave you alone. My spirit is going to be with you. We got that so far? And his spirit is called the Holy Spirit. Okay? So let's learn about that today. Can we just try to learn right here? And you might say, well, Pastor, I, I know you all just did a series on the Holy Spirit with Charles Stanley. Can't get a better teacher, brother, than Charles Stanley. But I'm not him. It could be we might learn something else today. We might learn a different perspective because there's different people that can show us different things. But I need to make sure I stay with the, with the Bible. So let's see what we can learn today. New series, Come Along or Pile On. I came up with this title after years of experience of seeing things and of participating in them and doing the wrong thing myself. You hear me or not? So let's see if we can do a better job. Let's go, Rod. Let's see what we can learn today. Come alongside. That's what the word comforter means. You're going to understand that before you get done with me today. Or pile on top. What you think? What you think most people would appreciate? Yes or no? Say. You think somebody'd rather you come alongside them or just pile stuff on top of them? Yes or no? You think people would like you to? come alongside to help them in their walk or, or have you come along and make their walk harder than it was before they met you? Amen or oh me? So that's where that title comes from. Now here's the word paraclete. Now I told you I'm going to go Greek on you. I can't even speak good English. The word paraclete is the word in our New Testament that was written in Greek Greek, because Greek language was like the English language is today in the world. Greek language was that way when the Bible was written. It was the language of the known world. Couldn't have been written in a perfect, more perfect language because it was understandable to most people. That's beautiful. God's not trying to hide. He wants people to hear about Him. Amen. So the word for comforter or Holy Spirit was the word paraclete. It actually means to come alongside. And so I'm with Dina in the office the other day studying. Now, who is Dina? Dina is Coach Bear's wife, Dina. I knew her before she married Coach Bear's. She worked for me for about all, about 15 years, 10 to 15 years prior. Her last name in Greek, Agonostopoulos. Yeah. Constantine Agnostopoulos. Thank, thank the Lord she married bears. Amen. <laughs> Come on. Good stuff. But so she is a, she's not just a person who's Greek. She's a Greek-speaking Greek scholar. So a lot of pastors have to look at their lexicon. All I got to do is go, Hey, Dina! And that's what I did the other day. My office is over here. Doors are open in the offices. I holler over where she is. I said, uh, 
I said, what's the word paraclete mean? I knew it. I'm not, I got it. I'm all right. She said, well, what's Holy Spirit, you know, comforter, but to come along somebody, help somebody, to come alongside somebody. I said, that's right. I said, what does it mean instead of doing that, you pile on top of somebody? Pile on. She was like, I don't know. We don't say this. We don't know this word. What are you talking about? I said, to pile on top of somebody. You never heard that? You know, in football, here's how we do it, whether you like it or not. Here's the way coaches coach. You tackle the guy, get as many there as possible to tackle the guy with the ball. Hopefully it's the quarterback or the running back. And then, as many as you as possible, go there and tackle him. And then when you have him, pile on top of him. Now, we're not trying to kill him. No, no. It's all legal until you hear the, the ref's what? Whistle. You, we teach them to keep blocking through the what? Through the whistle. Absolutely. Well, wonder why you pile on top of a QB like that. Guess what? You think he might feel it? You think it might get the wind out of him a little bit? You might make him think before he runs that ball again. Well, that's not what the church is about. The church isn't about taking the wind out of people. The church isn't about not making people able where they can keep playing the game. We're there to help them play the game and run the, run the race, yes or no? And so I told Dean, apparently, you know, it means to get on top, you know, to, to be on top of somebody, to pile on them. Oh, she went this. Ah! Oh! Here's the word. Veros. Veros. So it's paraclete. Come alongside or veros. You know what that word means? To weigh somebody down. Ha! That's it! She knew where I was headed. You think it's God's will for us to weigh people down or to come alongside of them. So remember that. Now this is our lesson. It's just our beginning thoughts today. Let's go, Roger. I'm taking too much time. Let's go. So paraclete. The word means, the literal meaning of the paraclete, Jesus said, I'm not going to leave you alone. No, I'm going to send you the comforter. I'm going to send you the paraclete, the one who's going to come alongside you. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit. I'm going to send you the comforter. That word means more than that. I'm going to send you the counselor, the counselor. I'm going to send you the what? The helper, that's what this word paraclete means. See, that's what God has for us. He wants to be that for us. He wants us to be that for other people. You hear me or not? I'm going to send the advocate, the advocate, the one that speaks for you, that stands for you, that's there for you, that helps you. I'm going to send the intercessor, the one who helps you pray and helps you go, go through prayers and get to God the Father. This is the Holy Spirit. Does that sound right? Yes or no? Okay. So which are we going to be? Are we going to come alongside people with the Holy Spirit working within us and helping us as He wants to do for them? So is it going to be paraclete, or say it with me, veros. Can you say it? Veros. Got it or not? How hard is this? What's that mean, Rog? To weigh down. To weigh people down. To weigh them down. 
Or to do what? My words. Pile on top. I like country talk. It sort of cuts through the chase and gets to where we're headed. Is the church called to comfort, to help, to strengthen, to intercede for people, to be their advocate, to, to be their helper? Or are we being called to pile on top? It ain't, even, it ain't even a close second here, right? The dumbest person on the planet can figure this out. Well, then why do we do it? Because we're dumb. We're crazy. That's how we are without Him. We are goofy. And that's what the church has done. Holy Spirit. The word spirit is the word pneuma. You might say, I don't know Greek. That's okay. But you know, you've had, uh, you know, you've had uh, tools that you plug into an air tank. Yes or no? Pneumatic tools. They run off of what? You're supposed to run off of air. His, him flowing through you. That's what the word Holy Spirit is. The Greek word pneuma. It means breath. That's what our world needs. They need breath. The world's killing them. Sin's killing them. It's necessary for them to live. That's what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to come along somebody and give them breath. What did Jesus do with His disciples? He breathed on them. But it was more than just a breath. He was with them. He was there. I love you. I'm with you. I'm not angry with you. I still believe in you. People need us to be that way. That's the, Yeah, praise the Lord. That's the come along. Come along. Amen. Veros means to weigh down. And I'm not a rocket scientist. But I've been on the bottom of the pile. It's hard to breathe. With all that, those bodies on top of you. It's hard to breathe, guys, when we as a church have put all this stuff on top of people. Now, Raj, I don't know where you're going, but I'm going to segue right now. You might say, Clark, what are you talking about? Well, veros, to me, here's what it means. It means to make stuff up. And I'll just give you, I'm not going to hit one side of the aisle here. From charismatic to Baptist to me to other people, we've done it and we do it. Catholics. I'll start with me. For years of our ministry, when I was young, it mattered what you wore. Before they'd ever let me sing in church, they said I had to cut my hair. Look what happened to me. It was a weight. That weight could have run me away. And when people are different than us, they might have a tattoo, so we go, you know, you're not supposed to have tattoos. We just, and you know, ladies, you're supposed to wear a what? Dress. From where I come from, you weren't right with God unless you used the King James Version of the Bible. How many would say that was the way it was with me? Let me see some hands. That is not true. 
If you use the New American Standard, the New International Version, that ain't the problem, our version. The problem is we don't read what we got. We're crazy people, okay? But you understand where I'm coming from? We taught that if you had been divorced, you can't pastor. Because it says it in first, in Second Timothy, husband of one wife. Nobody ever gave thought to maybe 16 other things that were listed there. And nobody ever gave thought to could it possibly mean not married to a bunch of women at one time? The bottom line, that whole passage is talking about the character of a man. A one-woman kind of man. Not some guy that you don't want a pastor or a leader in your church that's a whoremonger that's running around screwing other women. Excuse my language today. You hear me or not? These were things I piled on people. But now you know what happens? No, when you put that on somebody else, you put it on guess who? Are we understanding Paraclete or Veros? Well, wait a minute. I'm not going to talk about me. I'm going to talk about other churches now. Let's go Catholic on you a little bit. If you're divorced, you can't take what? Communion. Is that a weight? Many people have been hurt, man. Hurt. And then the church hurts you. Is that true or false? Of course it is. It's a weight. It's not the Bible. Oh, unless they annul it for you. And that usually costs you a little what? That's a weight. That's a weight. Is that a weight or not? Okay? And you need a priest to make confessional to. Many of them teach that. Or do you have Jesus who you can confess to? Yes or no? See that weight? We put something else in your way, didn't we? Say, are y'all hearing me or not? But wait a minute. Let me go charismatic on you. They teach this. Unless you talk in tongues, you are not saved. You're not saved. That is not true. And many of them today don't say that. But if you look at their website, it says it. Pull it up and look at it. It's a weight that we put on people. So people, instead of being able to do what they tell them to do, they make up stuff. I don't know if you ever heard too many people talk in tongues. But if you listen to them one, two, three, four more times, they usually say the same thing and they can't change it too much. I don't know if you've heard me talk. I use a bunch of different words. <laughs> and I'm just a human. I think God's got plenty of them. What I'm trying to say is it's a weight. Now, you might not like me saying that. I don't give a hoot. Is it going to be Paraclete or Veros? You've got to come to the truth, man. What's true? They say, if you give, you'll get. You give, you give, and you'll get. That's not true. I've already got. You hear me? Here's math. When I give, i got less than what I had. But did I do a good thing? Yes, it's a blessing. But they will tell you it's God's will for you to be rich. And if you're not rich, that's a weight, ain't it? Yes or no? They will tell you it's God's will. It's not God's will for you to be sick. You can't be sick and be right with God. That's a lie. 
Is anybody willing to raise a hand this morning and say, Pastor Clark, I'm really sick and I've got something that's really hard on me and I'm hurting. Can I see some hands in the room if you're one of them? Okay. It's a terrible weight I put on you to somehow make you think that you're not right with God. We're all going to die. Say that out loud. We're all going to what? We live on planet Earth, baby. Why are we even going to go to heaven when we're trying to make it heaven down here? Come on, this is, this, is, this is enemy territory down here. Not saying we don't want people to feel better and to get better. I want that. But I've had a guy, I had a guy years ago, he's in heaven now, according to me, because he was a believer in Jesus. Another church might say he's in hell. He was a, became a paraplegic in Vietnam. But he would go to service after service after service after service to be healed. They never could heal him. And so they would put it on him. He doesn't have enough faith. Is that a weight, yes or no? Are y'all hearing the message today? So now if you're angry with me, good. Because I'm not angry with you. I love you. I'm here with you and I still believe in you. Praise the Lord. This is the tr- This is right. We're talking about a, a, spirit, a series on the Holy Spirit. Paraclete or Varos. I just want you to be left with that today. Come alongside or weigh people down. You hear me or not? I could go on all day long about this stuff. If you don't tithe. I mean, I could go all day long. Oh, here's one. Here's a weight. How many ever had this weight? You can't have drums in the church. Let me see some hands. Is that true? Is that, is that, have we said that before? Oh yeah! How about, how many remember this one? You can't use canned music, CDs or cassettes. How many were at a church like that? Well, raise a hand. Anybody? I was. At canned music. Weights. I love Brian the drummer. Let's thank the Lord for Brian the drummer. Come on, come on. He ain't even here. Here's the thing. I was one of them. I did that. So this isn't the pot calling the kettle black. This is the pot calling the pot. The pot. I'm a pot, you a pot. Got it? And we're both crack pots. Not a crack pipe, crack pot. Okay. We're just, we're just fallen humans. And he is not. He came alongside of us, so why don't we come along somebody else? Why are we going to make up stuff? You hear me or not? Not only do we need to be believable, you and I need to be what? We gave a whole series on being believable. But we also need to be breathable. What does that mean? That means our spirit shouldn't weigh other people down. It should be something they can breathe in. Wow! I met him. He was a breath of fresh air. Anybody ever said that? Wow! That's a breath of fresh air. Shouldn't that be the church? Not don't do this, don't do that. You're bad if this don't happen. You ain't saved. Blah, 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 blah. They ain't coming in. 
How many think I'm upset today? I'm not upset. I'm going to quit with this, Rog. We'll continue the series another day. We're done. Why don't I get up here every week and talk about homosexuality and, and transgenderism? I'm not going to spend my time up here telling you every week God created male, male, and female. That's exactly what He did, and that's exactly what it is. Okay? But it's easy for us to just pick that one out now and talk about that. Okay? Or adultery. Why don't I do adultery every week? Because adultery is horrible. It's a horrible sin. It's terrible to break up a family. It's horrible. Okay? It's in God's Word. How about... I could do this all day long. How about this one? Lying like a dog. And not telling the truth. That's in God's Word. What I'm trying to say... I could pick every week, I could pick a subject like that every week, and I could just absolutely make you feel good because you ain't one of them. But I'd rather make you feel bad because you ain't like Him. And I want you to be like Him. I want us to be people that whether somebody's a homosexual or an adulterer or a liar... When they meet us, they're going to meet somebody that loves the Lord and loves them. That's what I want. But see, all these weights came. Where did all these weights come from? They all came from I'm better than you. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. These rules... Almost every one of them. Let's just take the drum one, for example. came from somebody that don't like drums. <laughs> yes or no? Come on. Or, or the dress one. Where the dresses come from? from? From some folks that just like to see a lady in a what? But you know what we like? Behind all that is a you. And you matter and you have value. And the clothes don't change you. You're a very special person. God made you in His image and His likeness. He loves the snot out of you. He came for you, not what you wear or your hair or your tattoos. He loves you. That's the paraclete. So we're good today? Was that plenty? Let's thank the Lord. We're done. Boom!